Hello everybody, welcome to the Today with Tyler podcast. Today I'm going to be reacting to the 2021 NFL Draft because it's a very interesting thing and now that it's all complete, I think it's important that we cover it since I did a couple episodes making a mock draft. So picks one and two, everybody kind of knew what was going to happen so there were no surprises there, no need to really react to it because everybody thought it was going to happen. But moving forward into pick three, that's where things got really interesting. Trey Lance was selected by the San Francisco 49ers. He's a really good dual threat quarterback who has an insanely high ceiling. By adding Trey Lance, the 49ers got so much better and letting him wait one or two years underneath Jimmy Garoppolo will allow him to sprout into a really good NFL quarterback who's going to be able to move around in the pocket, make plays on his feet, and throw. He's going to be a better version of Colin Kaepernick if he's able to develop in the way he should, and that's going to be a really good thing for the 49ers seeing that they're kind of ready to win a Super Bowl within the next two years again. Pick number four is the Atlanta Falcons taking Kyle Pitts, and although it's a really interesting pick, it was kind of expected, so there's nothing to really talk about there because I had done it in my last mock draft. I explained that pick there. He's a great tight end. It's going to be a good offense with him. Moving on to the pick number five, Jamar Chase was selected by the Cincinnati Bengals. That may have been an interesting decision because the Bengals need an offensive line because Joe Burrow, their new franchise quarterback, already has torn an ACL once and he's only been in the league for one year. So they really have to hope that they can get really good offensive linemen for a bargain price in the second and third rounds in order to really supply that support that Joe Burrow needs. But Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have a really good relationship, and that chemistry from college is going to be really important in making sure that their offense is absolutely amazing so long as Joe Burrow can get blocked for. Following the Bengals taking Jamar Chase, the next two picks are pretty predictable. You had... Um, the Miami Dolphins taking Jalen Waddle, a really good deep threat wide receiver who's going who already has a lot of relationship with Tua, their new quarterback. So that's going to be a really interesting team to watch going forward because now their offense has a lot more weapons. And then the Detroit Lions came next at seven and picked Penny Sewell, a really good, the, probably the best tackle in this draft. That's going to be great because they need offensive line support, and by getting such a good lineman, they're going to be able to hopefully build for the future. Pick number eight with the Carolina Panthers was a little bit interesting because they picked a corner, which wasn't necessarily the most expected thing, but it's not a surprise, but it's who they picked that was surprising. Patrick Sertain is pretty much considered to be the best cornerback in this draft, but for some reason, the Carolina Panthers went with J.C. Horn, who is also a stud. Either way, he they got a really, really good corner, so they're going to be able to have a much better defense than they did last year, and they got an absolute playmaker. The Denver Broncos came in at number 9 and picked Sertain, which I'd called in my mock draft, and I'm really happy that they did, because they only have two corners on one-year deals. So in order to get someone really for your future, it's going to be important for the Broncos to get people like Sertain who can support their defense while they figure out their quarterback situation, because they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. So this should be an interesting team to watch going forward. And just like that, the chaos begins. Two people trade into the 10 and 11 picks. Number 10 was the Dallas Cowboys. They trade down two picks for the Philadelphia Eagles to get ahead of the New York Giants. The Eagles selected Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner wide receiver, and that's going to be a very dangerous combo, finally getting a weapon to Jalen Hurts. That way, maybe he'll be able to do well once or twice. By adding a, such a good wide receiver, they're going to be able to have a much better offense. They'll be able to take focus off their other subpar weapons and be able to support Jalen Hurts to try to become a franchise quarterback. At number 11, this is where it gets really interesting. 
New York Giants trade back to 20 so the Chicago Bears can trade up. It was a pretty good deal for the Giants, but they kind of mess up later. But the deal overall led to the Chicago Bears drafting quarterback from Ohio State, Justin Fields. Now, Fields' career probably has already been finished because the Bears have never really had a good quarterback, and they're probably going to ruin him like they do everybody else they pick up. So it's a shame to see him go there. It would be nice to see him go somewhere like the Patriots where he'd be able to have a lot more fun, be a lot better. But this is how the draft went out, and maybe maybe just once the Bears will be able to support a really good quarterback. And hey, maybe he breaks the dry spell that they've had since they were a franchise. Picks number 12 and 13 were very predictable, though. So we have pick number 12 is the Dallas Cowboys after trading down, and they take Micah Parsons, seeing that all the cornerbacks are gone. Makes a lot of sense. Micah Parsons is the best linebacker in this draft, and so long as he can keep his maturity issues aside, he's going to be a really, really good weapon for the Cowboys. And even if he doesn't, that's kind of the Cowboys style. Pick number 13 was, of course, Rashawn Slater going to the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers needed no lineman. They got him. They're going to be really good now. Hopefully they draft well for the rest of the draft and they'll be able to support Justin Herbert and really get something going. Here comes the really interesting thing. Uh, at pick number 14, it should have been the Minnesota Vikings, but they trade down to 23 for the New York Jets. Now, not really sure why this happened. The New York Jets select Elijah Vera Tucker, an offensive guard who could potentially move to tackle. He's a very good offensive line prospect, but he's not insanely talented and he definitely would have fallen to at least 20. They could have saved themselves a lot of capital by making sure that they didn't have to move up so many positions. They moved up almost 10 spots. So by them doing that, it was a very interesting decision because he wasn't that much of a stud that everyone was going to want him, but they have him now and it's a really good pick. It's just maybe it came at too high of a cost. So this is going to be a good team to watch. And at 15, this is where it gets fun uh bill belichick finally drafts a first round wide receiver excuse me finally drafts a first round quarterback in mac jones alabama's mac jones is very reminiscent of tom brady if tom brady had a couple duis on his record and so this is going to be a fun team to watch as they grow with a new pocket passing quarterback after having one year of cam newton pick 16 isn't all that thrilling the cardinals stay put and draft zavin collins who is a linebacker now it was a little bit interesting because Zayvon Collins isn't even the third best linebacker in this draft, and they took him, and he wasn't their biggest need, but that's going to be an exciting team to watch. Their defense is getting significantly better, and if they can draft for the secondary the rest of the day two, this is going to be a really fun team to watch, and I'm kind of excited to see the Cardinals boost up Kyler Murray because he's a really good player stuck on a subpar team at best. Pick 17 is the Raiders being the Raiders. So the Raiders have historically picked a lot of guys who are projected to go one round later than they get picked. Alex Leatherwood, a tackle, gets picked by the Raiders, and he's not that good. Christian Darrisaw was still fully available, who is a top three prospect in this draft for tackle. But for some reason, they take Alex Leatherwood, who is projected to go in the second round, perhaps the middle of the second round. By doing that, nobody really knows what they're thinking, but now they finally have a tackle. This is a good move. Maybe they could have had a better player, but the position was a good move. So the Raiders be the Raiders, but hopefully it works out for them because it does not all the time that they actually get something that works out. Picks 18, 19, once again, are very predictable picks. At pick 18, the Miami Dolphins select Jalen Phillips, an edge rusher. He's going to be really good. 
He will hopefully get much better as he progresses in the NFL. So they're going to be a dangerous team to watch as they finally get some legitimate pressure and not off all blitzes on their defense. So once again, excited for the Miami Dolphins this year. Pick number 19 was the Washington football team. They select Jameen Davis. He's a really good coverage linebacker. He's exactly what they need, and it might be time to get scared of the Washington football team. They're getting really good, and once again, their division still is not that good. Speaking of their division, here comes the New York Giants at number 20. So they traded down to number 20, and they could have picked a lot of things. They could have picked Christian Derisaw, who is a really good left tackle. They could have picked almost anything. But instead, for some reason, they go Kadarius Toney, the wide receiver out of Florida. Now, he's a playmaker. Don't get me wrong. He's a really good player. But he's not worth your number 20 pick when there's better people still available like Rashad Bateman. Not, I don't know what exactly it was about Kadarius Toney that made them think that he was worth the number 20 overall pick. But it happened. Hopefully, the Giants will continue drafting like this because it benefits my Washington football team. And I'm excited to see how that one pans out. Right after the pick number 20's interesting decision, we go back to a lot of predictable picks. Quiddy Pay goes to the Indianapolis Colts at 21. Very predictable. They need an edge rusher because of Justin Houston's departure. They'll get one, a really good one, Quiddy Pay. It makes a lot of sense. Titans move on to grab Caleb Farley, a really good corner who only fell because of some issues with his health, such as a back surgery. But he's a very good corner. They, they definitely got a really great player they'll be able to actually have a defense to support King Henry, which will be really fun to watch because they need one if they ever want to try to actually win a Super Bowl rather than being the new 2014 Chiefs. And then at pick number 23, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking Christian Derisaw. Once again, a very predictable pick. Nobody's really surprised by that. Uh, he's the best, one of the best tackles in the draft. He was the best one available at the time, and they need offensive line help more than defense help. So they take an offensive lineman. Makes a lot of sense. I'm excited for that pick. And then hopefully they'll be able to keep building a really good draft, the Vikings, and be able to support a team that has a really powerful offense already. And one more predictable pick we have at pick number 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Najee Harris, a running back out of Alabama. Najee Harris pretty much was penned in to be selected by the Steelers. Makes a lot of sense. They haven't had a running game since Le'Veon Bell left. It's been rough. So by getting such a good power running back, they'll be able to once again have the steel curtain if their offensive line can rebound, which will be a really fun thing to watch as they finally try to rebuild, maybe win one more time before Big Ben has to retire. Now here comes the surprise. At pick number 25, the Jaguars have almost every position that they still need to pick for except for running back. And what do they take? A running back. They take Travis Aiton out of Clemson. Nobody really knows why still. Yes, there's chemistry between him and Trevor Lawrence, but it's not that worth it when you have such a good running back in James Robinson. James Robinson was the top was a number 3 running back last year because McCaffrey was hurt. So he's definitely going to be top 5 this year. I don't know why you would take another running back when you already have such a good one who did it with no other weapons around him. Everyone kind of knew James Robinson was getting the ball, and he still saw success. But for some reason, they decided to take another running back. The Browns at 26 selected Greg Newsom the second, a corner. A really great pick. They needed some secondary help. They got that secondary help. And in round two, they also got some big help. So these guys are going to be a team to watch out for, for sure. The Browns are making a Super Bowl winning team, and... 
they rebounded quickly after seeing so many bad years. They're now able to say that they are going to be a deep playoff running team for a very long time. At 27, the Baltimore Ravens' actual pick, they selected Rashad Bateman, a wide receiver, and it's about time they got a weapon for Lamar Jackson. Uh, Rashad Bateman should turn out really well. He should be a really good player for them. Lamar Jackson finally has a target who can catch the ball, unlike uh, Hollywood Brown. But this is going to be a good pick. I'm proud of them for actually making a legitimate pick that's going to help their team instead of just boost an already good defense and hopefully they'll be able to see their offense sprout up again because last year they struggled compared to the year before. Surprises do come though and at 28 the New Orleans Saints select Peyton Turner and edge rusher out of Houston. Now in my mock drafts I had Peyton Turner almost always going to the Houston Texans in round three. I don't know what made them pick Peyton Turner over people like Aziz Ojulari who in my opinion were the best edge rusher in the draft class but they took him. Hopefully he'll be able to take Trey Hendrickson's role and be able to support a defense that's already kind of falling apart and build that super team back up while they figure out their quarterback position. The Green Bay Packers come out at pick number 29 and take Eric Stokes a corner. Now, this is a really good pick. As we saw in the NFC Championship, their secondary struggled. A lot of people are angry because they didn't pick a wide receiver, but it wouldn't have been worth it at pick number 29. It just wouldn't have. So they made a good decision whether or not people like it they made the best decision for the Green Bay Packers and hopefully Aaron Rodgers can stay because there's been some rumors he leaves because that's going to be bad if he leaves and Jordan Love has to take his place. Pick 30, Gregory Rousseau goes to the Buffalo Bills. A really good pick. It supports their bad pass rushing game. They just needed defense and a running game and so they solved the defense question. I'm excited to see how the Bills play once they get through this draft because they were already a really good team, so now they're only going to get better and better. At pick 31, the Baltimore Ravens come out and select an edge rusher, Jason Owe, who also goes by another name. He's a really good, really fast, very athletic pass rusher. So they try to fill Matt Judon's shoes, and I think they will. They did a good job in this draft so far. I'm excited to see the Baltimore Ravens finally get better and actually be able to support Lamar Jackson because he's one of the best players in the NFL. And with the final pick of the first round, which is the final pick by pick I'm going to be able to do, Joe Tryon is selected by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. These guys got another edge rusher. It makes sense. That's what I had been taking because their edge rushers are getting on the older side. Why not have them mentored by your really good veterans and be able to support your team as you go forward and perhaps, like they did, take Kyle Trask in the second round. Alright, other notable picks of this NFL draft, Elijah Moore, a really thrilling wide receiver out of Ole Miss, goes to the New York Jets. Javante Williams goes to the D Denver Broncos after they trade up. That's going to be an interesting fit because they did lose Philip Lindsay. Uh, Christian Barmore goes to the Patriots at 38. That's a good one. Richie Grant is a safety who goes to the Falcons. Trevon Morig, who's a very good safety prospect, goes to the Raiders at 43 kind of a steal and a really good pick by the Raiders for once. Uh, moving forward, we have Asante Samuel, who's a really good corner, going to the Chargers. The Chargers are building a great team. Rondale Moore goes to the Cardinals, another good wide receiver. It's going to be a dangerous team, those Cardinals. Samuel Cosme goes to Washington to continue their amazing draft. The Browns trade up to 52 and get Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, a legitimate coverage linebacker. So they're going to be really good now because they traded up to get a first-round linebacker in the second round. That's pretty impressive. Other keys from day two, we have 
at pick 64. The Buccaneers select Kyle Trask, so he's going to be the successor to Tom Brady. At 66, the Vikings trade up to get Kellen Mond. That's a really good pick for the Vikings. They're going to be able to have an athletic quarterback for once. Davis Mills goes to the Texans for their first pick. I don't really know what they're doing by picking Davis Mills, but such is life. Uh, Jalen Mayfield goes to the Falcons. That's a really good one. Joseph Osai goes to the Bengals. That's a great pick. We have Benjamin St. Juste going to the Washington football team to continue an amazing draft for them. And thus far, that is some really good picks. Hunter Long goes to the uh, Miami Dolphins. That's a really good pick for them. Diami Brown goes to the Washington football team. Once again, a great pick. Amari Rogers from Clemson goes to the Green Bay Packers. Finally, they draft a wide receiver, an offensive weapon. That's going to be cool to see because it's about time. So this NFL draft has been really exciting as day three comes to a close. Uh, we can only look back and hope that all these players are going to really turn out. Uh, this has been a thrilling draft with a lot of really good players falling and getting picked early. So by seeing this draft and knowing the prospects, I'm truly excited for this NFL season where we're going to be able to see which player sprouts and which player struggles on their teams. But in conclusion, this has been a really good draft. Certain teams have been winning insanely well. So this is going to be a really exciting 2021 NFL season. Thank you for listening to this Day with Tyler podcast. I hope you enjoyed this NFL draft reaction. Thank you.